Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Welcome back. Happy Friday the 13th, everyone. I'm so excited. Like, I love to do the tradition of watching Friday the 13th, specifically the original. You know, I'm really partial to that. Um, yeah, I tried to like introduce it to Ronnie today, but then I was like, don't talk about this at school. Cause I like didn't want her to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, did you ever hear about like a little children's book that was like, um, uh, it was like, this is Jane. Jane wears a green ribbon around her neck. No. Jane meets Arthur and Arthur and her fall in love. And then he says, why do you wear that ribbon around your neck? And she's like, I can't tell you. I'll tell you one day. And so like she ends up getting old and sick. And she's like, come in, Arthur. I'll tell you now what my um, ribbon is for. Untie it carefully. And he unties it and her head falls off. Oh, my God. It's a children's book. That's scary. And people are talking about that they read it in like second grade in the 90s. Oh, So I never read it, but um, I... Like, I'm, I'm interested. That's a little disturbing. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I did grow up watching, but I had older siblings. So I love the old Thrasher movies. I love horror. I love thrillers. It gets a little too close to home when I'm watching like Saw or something. I'm like, oh, that's a little too graphic. Like Bone Collector I can handle, but Bone Collector is my whole reason for believing in Uber and Lyft because I would be in so many cities and just random taxis pick you up. You don't know. They, there's no trace, right? Right. And after watching Bone Collector with Denzel and Angelina, I'm like, there is no trace. At least with Uber and Lyft, there's a trace. So even if I am killed, at least people know who killed me and when and where I was. There's a right. traceability. Taxis, I'd be in New York, wherever. I'm like, Nobody, I could get into any car at any time. There's no traceability. So, yeah, that concerns me. I don't know. Yeah, I am not a horror movie person at all. Like, um, I literally cried, like cried watching The Exorcist. Like, um, Well, that's disturbing and spiritual. Like, one I'm of talking my- like campy Friday the 13th and Halloween. Scream, I really, Scream is a perfect in-between for me between Saw and Friday the 13th. It's not super campy. It's a thriller, but it's not super graphic and real. I just had no way to ever watch them, like unless I was at a friend's house or something. So The Exorcist was the first one I ever saw, and I thought I was going to hell. Like I was like, this is well, it. Sure. Like I'm, what did I just do to my brain? Well, that it, it, it's like you might as well have done the... Um, Ouija board or the uh, well, we would do a church camp is the uh, raise the body thing. Yeah, like oh, I've never done. Body. E- I've never done either one of those, and I See, kind of want to. I did those at literally church camp every year, and like raise the body, you're raising the body, and I always thought everyone was faking it. That's kind of like I'm kind of loling that you did it at church camp. Yeah, it's always a church camp, uh, a weird weird sitch, but. I, I just never believed. I thought everyone was always faking it. Yeah. And they'd go into a trance. Like, literally, my friends would go into a trance. And I went into a trance. Like, what do you mean? But I was faking it. Like, like do an example of it. I know we're podcasting. Like, so exorcists. No one can... Like, they go into like, a uh... trance. Yeah, and they're like, they've left their body where we're... 
light as a feather. Like eyes rolling stiff into as the a back. Board. Don't you remember? Light as a feather, stiff as a board. And you raise their body up and then they go into a trance. Well, was it heavy lifting them? We weren't raising their body up. They didn't raise up. Like there was no spirit or ghost raising them up. Well, then how were they lifted up? Our hands. And we were all faking it. Oh, okay, okay, And then the person would pretend they were in a trance. And they'd be like, I don't remember everything. I went somewhere. I'm like, I always called bullshit. I didn't believe it. (laughs) But I'm going with the times. I'm like, I really don't believe it. Same with the Ouija board. Like, I don't trust anyone enough to... I think they're moving it that's what chad chad said he would never play with me because i would move it <laughs> you would you would <laughs> like i wouldn't but i would do it like and i wouldn't I don't do know it if i would like i need to test myself i want to do it but i have to have like a hundred thousand percent trust like really you're not moving it like swear on your such and such life like but then you don't want to do that either because that's just bad mojo i don't know i just I just can't trust it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but at the same time, I do want to go to a medium or a psychic. Or like, I just want to see. But I want them to know nothing about me and just see what they say. But at the same time, I, I don't think I could ever have full trust in anyone to not move the Ouija board or not do the, light as a feather, thick as a board. You're raising up. Oh, you're in a trance. Like, I don't know. yeah. I think it was just girls being traumatic. Yeah. I just don't have the trust. I don't know. I would love to know like my aura color. Like I that, that mystic Michaela, whatever her name is. She d- reads everybody's colors. And she's done the Vanderpump Rules people before. It's kind of interesting. Well, but- I, just, I just saw someone that read their... Oh, it was uh, Jamie Lynn, Sheena's co-host, best friend. Uh-huh. Um, my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> this best friend. Um, she did a fire reading and she posted on her story about her fire reading. And then I clicked on the person and they do the same kind of like, you know, like coffee reading and, and that uh, kind of stuff. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm just like, hmm, I don't know. I mean, it's fun, but I don't know how much weight I'd put into it. But I, I, I do put weight into mediums and psychics, especially the ones that work with the police you know, and they do it for free and they provide like, I, I do see that. So I would like to do you know that I saw two psychics before I started podcasting because I thought I was like going crazy. I thought that I, like, cause I, why would I start podcasting and why would I want to learn about it? Like I had just had a baby, it like seemed crazy. So anyways, I went to a psychic and the first reading was, it was fine. She re- did, um, I don't know, read the cards or whatever. But the next one I was doing OC mom tribe and she's like, She's like, um, you're going to have success, but it's not with this podcast. It's something bigger. It's there's something bigger. And I was like, okay. And I remember like, and then I, it always stuck in my mind. I'm like, holy crap. She was talking about Vanderpump Rules Party. Like it yeah. was bigger. It just was bigger. Yeah. It's crazy. So I, I love that shit. No, I, I do. And I'm intrigued and interested and I want to keep doing that. I just... I don't want to know like, oh, when you're going to die or what's going to like, I don't want to predict the future. You know, just, we have a medium in our group who has agreed to come onto the podcast. Shout out do. to Melissa. So um, let's do it. Yeah, we've got, we've got to schedule that. I just been dragging my feet and not scheduling anything. I so. want to do it. Although if she listens, she knows us. So I'll still be like, hmm, well, you know enough about us, but 
I'm still interested. Yeah. So come on. Yeah. <laughs> and then I want to go just to a rando. But uh, I don't want to know too much. I just want to like. I hey. feel I feel like they like that's kind of how it goes. Like you tell them what you want to know. You know, it's not like. Um, yeah. I don't know. Although I did have. Um, <laughs> I, never mind. I'm not going to tell this story. That's too. I went with somebody once who, and they I'm said, like, you can't just say that and then <laughs> not tell it. <laughs> I know. I went with someone one time and they were like, you have like evil attached to you and you need to like, and you need to pay money to have that like detached from you. And that was like, I felt really weird about that. First of all, I, I think she was right. I do think there is evil attached to this person. I agreed with it, but I don't agree that it's like, let's put together a payment plan to get rid of it. Like that just seems a little weird, you know, like me. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Thank God. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. You shouldn't pay. Oh. 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 Okay. And she does, I think. You know, like, I. Th- there's oh, probably I, some. Okay. I can get that. Yeah. Yeah. But paying <laughs> money to. Mm. No, that just made me feel yucky, you know, because it was like, like paying money to her or to the uh, yeah, like you pay to, no to the psychic, like she would do energy work to get oh. those, and it was like it just seemed like a little right. I'm sure that there was something there. I don't like I don't disagree with her assessment of that, but I didn't like how it was like for three hundred and fifty dollars right. we can get rid of that. It's kind of like we'll come and sage your place or we'll bless it. Like, you know, people have like the exorcist as you were talking about. Like yeah. they have the Pope or not the Pope, but you know, a a priest come and like do the wa- holy water and like mm. I, I also did um like energy healing with someone like I did like three sessions and that was crazy too. Like it was very like um, you know, Spencer and Heidi, you know, like the it was crazy. Well, like Sheena said on her uh, gender reveal podcast, like, no, she went to Reiki and the, the person was like, yep, it's a girl. This is a girl. Blah, blah, blah. She, like she did all that. She's doing the acupuncture. She's doing all that stuff. And everyone led her to that. But, you know, at the same time, it's a 50-50 chance. Right. Mm-hmm. Which she addressed even with Jax. So, well, speaking of. So Jax. Let's get into it. Jax went on an IG live last week after, you know, Sheena had a gender reveal, sex reveal, or a sh- just reveal party. Um, you know, it's, we don't know what to say about that That's these days, as she doesn't. So she's like, I guess she got in trouble for saying gender reveal and then sex reveal. So she's just saying reveal party. And, you know whatever mm-hmm. um but Jax had gone on on ig live saying you know sheena's having a girl and then people were like oh britney's in the back room going shh well Jax was not invited to the gender reveal or well, let's just say the reveal party um because they know he can't keep a secret but he leaked it anyways um but then britney swear she didn't tell him because she went to the party I swear, I swear I didn't tell him. I don't know that I believe that. I feel like she came back from it and he's like, come on, come on. She's like, I'm not going to tell you, but maybe I'll wink. Or she still swears she didn't, but I just feel like, granted, he had a 50-50 shot. But I don't know. Oh, no. He, 
she told him and he spilled it to be a dick. 100%. This is how Jax is. And yeah. I'm so upset that yeah, we're... always wants credit. And like we're still playing the game of not blaming him. Like he gets off the hook again. Sheena's letting him off the hook because she's like, well, he didn't know. It's just, you know, whatever. It's like, call it like it is. He's an a-hole. We all, or we'll and say she, it for you. She literally said on our podcast today, she was like, well, that explains, you know, he felt so bad, even though he wasn't right. He didn't know. Brittany swears she didn't tell him. And her mom, I believe Brittany, she didn't tell him. I'm like, yeah, I don't think she told him. I think she did a wink or something. Um, they're like, oh, she's like, well, that explains. He felt so bad about it. He sent me like a super extra congratulatory, oh, like more than he would normally do. I'm like... Oh, maybe because he felt bad and Brittany made him feel bad for fucking leaking it. It's like, he was right. She goes, yeah, Jax is right, but he didn't know. I'm like, okay, Sheena, again, you have a good heart, but you're a little delusional. Like when we go back to Lala, like we've all told you for months or years, she does not have your back. Okay, Jax, Brittany swore and I don't believe Brittany said, Jax, just don't tell anyone she's having a girl. But I believe she did a little wink or she she did a give where he figured it out. Mm-hmm. He still spilled it because he doesn't give a shit and he wants the attention on himself. So you're throwing him a bone. And she's like, that's why he gave me an extra congratulatory, whatever. Um, I just, he's yeah, trying to make up for it. I just wish that she wasn't even looking for that. Like I, I, or that she, that, that didn't affect her in a positive way. You know what I mean? Like just don't even let his actions be on your radar. But, um, I feel like Jax is a little jealous Nelly, you know, and he's seeing what Sheena's doing. I'm sure all of them are seeing what Sheena is doing and they're all chatting about it. She's doing it very different than anybody else because she is able to do it different than them. And I'm sure that it's bugging Jaxie Boy. Like sponsored, got a People magazine spread. Her, she said today, her and Brock, they already secured both if it was a boy or a girl. They secured the Instagram handles. Very Holly style. Mm-hmm. And she goes, we're just not revealing. They have the name. We're not revealing the name because we're 90% sure of the middle name, but we're not completely committed. So they're not revealing it yet. She goes, but I will reveal, she's going to reveal the name before the baby's born, which is, you know, like a choice. Like some people are like, oh, we have a name, but then they come out and they're like, oh, that doesn't look like you. So we're going to change the name, but she's committed to that. They both secured a male and female Instagram handle. But she's just not revealing it because they're just not 100% on the middle name. They're 100% on the first name. But at that, okay. Well, well um, the, I mean, Brittany's done that. And um, it, sounds like, it sounds like they all have their names. Everybody's got the babies named. Did they all secure Instagram handles? I think so. Okay. I, I, apparently, this is like a thing that you do now. <laughs> just like the the reveals, you know, it's like that. That was it's kind of a new. Well, I don't phenomenon. think it could be uh, Madison Marie because that 
Instagram handles already taken. Yeah. And that would be bad mojo. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so she revealed she is having a girl. She revealed that she is going to do all rainbows and unicorns because it's a rainbow baby. She's going to save Winnie the Pooh for her boy, which she believed was her first child. So, I mean, that's all cool and sweet. I mean, I loved her party. Like, it was so cute with the honeypots and... Yeah. Um, what did you think um, about, like, all of the hate that she was receiving about having the cliffhanger of not revealing the gender and everything? I didn't see that. I heard um, a lot of chatter about, oh... She's just trying to be trendy. Now she's getting pregnant. It's like, um, no bitches. She's due before Brittany. She's due basically at the same time as Lala, April baby. Um, she just waited. To yeah, I saw, I saw in some of the other, um, I was almost just going to say dumb groups, but there's one, <laughs> there's one really dumb group. Like, I, um, I'm not saying like, like the comments and everything are just like, I honestly don't think they watch the show. Like it's like a very weird fan site where no one knows anything. It's really bizarre. But anyways, in this group, they were like, um, when is, when are the babies due? And someone was like, you know, Stassi's due in January and Brittany and Lala in April and Sheena in May. And it's like, no idiots. No. Um, you know, then someone corrected them, but it was, it's just like, yeah, People don't get it. Yeah, I, I I belong to a few groups, but I have a hard time keeping up with our own group. So that's my priority, and I'll stick with that. Yeah, um, I did think it, it was a lot that um, that Sheena had us kind of jumping around. It's a lot to like watch the vlog, listen to the podcast, like uh, watch her social media. It is. I think she well, is commanding she said today, a lot. She's like, oh, we'll reveal that on the Patreon. I'm like, I didn't even know you had a Patreon. I'm like, okay, well, now there's a YouTube vlog podcast. Now I guess a Patreon. Yeah, there's a lot. There's sure. a there's a lot and um you know, but I, I think she's trying to make it work. She's trying to, you know, develop her own platform of followers, which I mean, do you. So that's cool. Well, it was fun today I heard on the podcast, which was her, you know, gender reveal. She revealed it obviously in social media, but podcast wise, she revealed it today, girl. Um, and her co host and best friend Jamie Lynn, they were talking about, you know, just whatever and she's like i'm getting my baby's ears pierced like six months in or earlier and erica was a co-host her mom she's like well i got both you and courtney's ear pierced you know as babies and jamie lynn was like not a fan of that and she's like mm, yeah i think you should wait for them to ask and they're like well we're gonna do us erica's like I did both of them at six months. So you can judge me. She's like, no, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying I would wait for myself for them to ask. And then Sheena goes, well, are you going to wait for your son to ask to be circumcised? So what's it? Cause I think she, Jamie Lynn was coming from a, like this baby doesn't have a choice. Are you going to put them through this pain? She's like, well, would you get your son circumcised? 
Good point. Yeah. Because they I mean, don't ask for that either. Yeah, it, it, that's a choice well, too. It, and I just went through this, you guys that watch 90 Day the other way with uh, Benny and, gosh, I forget the girl's name, but she like freaked out. And she's Jewish, and that's where it really comes from. It's it's her heritage. It's what she needs to do, and it's also his. But she freaked out because she doesn't want to put her baby through pain. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't. And he's not choosing this, and I'm choosing it for him. And, like, I can feel her pain. Like, I don't even, you know, have a baby. You've been through this. Like, do you want to go through that? You know, but then Erica was like, well, it's like, a real instant moment they won't remember if you get your baby's ears pierced when they're a baby. I don't know. I guess I don't have a judgment there's either pro- way. Yeah, there's totally pros and cons to both, I think. Um, yeah. I was telling Sarah about this. Um, we were talking before, and, like, there's so many things as a parent that um, you do kind of get judged for. Like, um, a bunch of my friends got their their girl's ears pierced and were like very, you know, asking me why on earth would I not pierce my daughter's ears? Like what's wrong with me? And I was, you know, um, I think it's a cultural thing for some people. And um, yeah, I just, I, for me personally, I just chose to let my girls say when when they're ready, you know? Yeah. And Ronnie is, Ronnie is now asking for it. Like she says that she's ready. Um, So I was like, okay, let's go. And she's like, okay, maybe I'll do it when I'm 10. Like she got scared and didn't want to do it. Um, yeah, it is scary. It is, yeah, but it's not that bad. I think I, I, I was, um, I actually really remember I was in second grade, but I asked for it. Uh huh. And my mom said, "Okay, well, you asked for it." My, I, you know, I was the youngest, so I'm like, "Okay, I want it." <laughs> but I was walking home from school and blah blah blah, and I remember there's like this building with box elder bugs all over it. I was super afraid of these box elder bugs. Minnesota girls, you know what I'm talking about. And I was like, oh my God. What's it oh called? Oh my God. Box elder bugs. They're really crazy, creepy. Like box, box elder? What are you saying? Box elder. No, Bo- I'm not slurring. <laughs> box elder. Box elder bugs. They're these brown fucking roach looking things. Okay. And, but they cover a building. They cover, if you are walking by a cement building that's like white or tan, the whole building will be brown. I was deathly afraid of these fuckers. Ew, but I had asked my mom and I was the youngest. So like she let me get in second grade and I got, and but I had to go to the doctor's office. I didn't go to Claire's boutique. Okay. She had me go to the doctor yes. where I would get my physical. And right. The doctor did it, not Claire's boutique. The pediatrician, yeah, is known to do them. Yeah. And I'm walking home. I did it by myself. What? Which is kind of weird, what? actually, when you think about it. So you walked yourself to the doctor, signed in. Yeah. And then, are you kidding me? <laughs> now that I think about it with you and Ronnie, I'm thinking, this is kind of weird. Second grade? That's next year for Ronnie. <laughs> so Okay, so you roll in. I went by myself. There's box elders wow. on the wall. Wow. Um. Okay. No, the doctor did it, and they put in these gold studs that you can't take out for fucking six weeks. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. ugly as fuck. Yeah, but you know they're meant to do the job. And uh, I walk home, and I have to walk past this wall of box elder bugs, which I'm deathly afraid of. And I'm like, "You're a big girl now. You're a big girl. You you just got your ears pierced. You're a big girl now. You can handle this. Walk past the wall. 
walk past the wall. And I'm thinking, actually, now that I think about it, where the fuck was my mother? <laughs> this is an amazing... No, I walked home. I walked to my own appointment at the doctor's appointment at second grade, got my ears pierced, and walked home. And now I'm thinking about you and how you are with Ronnie. I'm thinking... <laughs> Holy shit, this would never happen. Fuck you, mom. No, I was fine. I mean, <laughs> I wish that I lived somewhere where I where Ronnie could I'd be like, "All right, go to your doctor's appointment. <laughs> walk past the box elders and I'll see you at home, okay?" Right. I'm just I'm just realizing this now as I relate to you as a mother and my friends that are mothers of younger children. I'm like, "Wow. This was yeah, okay. Wow. Anyways, the point being, I wanted it. I asked for it. Yeah. She didn't do it for me when I was a baby. I She waited till I asked for it. Yeah. And she thought I was old enough. I mean, I have nothing against anyone who pierces no, their... No, absolutely n- No not. judgment. No judgment at all. And I thought it was a really good example with the circumcision. It's like, oh, you're going to judge me for piercing my baby's ears? It's like, well, really? Actually... That's a great example. Oh, you're going to judge me for circumcising a baby? He doesn't have a choice either. They right. they usually do it within a week or whatever. I'm like, okay, that's a great fucking point. Because mm-hmm. Jamie Lynn was like, no, I want to wait until my baby or my child will ask for it or it's needed or it's she's older. But I also, I also said, feel like, are you going to ask your baby to circumcise? She's like, are you going to circumcise your baby? And she's like, she didn't. Of course she is. But that was a really good fucking analogy. I also feel like ear piercing, it's not like a final thing. Like if the girl doesn't like it when she gets a little bit yep. older, take the earrings out. It'll close up. Well, mine have. Oh, your ears closed up? Yeah. Oh. I, because... The two younger ones, um, or the original ones, they tore and they're down and I'm too afraid to put anything in there. And then I pierced my own second ears. What? Yeah. We did that like seventh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. That's so grease of you. Yeah. You put ice and you, you stab it. So for years, I only wore earrings in my second ears that I did myself with my friend with ice and needle wow very unsanitary those are the ones i actually can still get earrings in the original ones i i don't and actually i just don't wear earrings anymore because it freaks me out i need to find a clip-on store ronnie's really into (laughs) clip-ons she's found some cute ones where claire's no, um, we just have been found it, finding them at like random stores. If I see some cute ones, I'll grab them. Well, for I you. need, I need that. Okay, because I just, I, I just tried like literally last month, and I'm like, nope, All can't the, do it. The re- the other I tried race- to, oh, oh, for your videos, I tried to put on the Lala hoops. Oh, that's right. And I'm like, I was trying to stab them through, and I'm like, I can't do it. So I think I just looped it around my like earlobe. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. I, I need clip-ons. Yeah. Well, that's um, in for Ronnie's dance competition team. They wear these big like diamond studs. That's like the thing. And since her ears aren't pierced, she has to wear clip-ons and they're tight. They pinch, you know, so she's Well, like, they do. You can only wear for a little bit of time. Yeah. I mean, it's like heels. You just wear them that's for a I little said. bit of time. That's what I said. I said, Ronnie, you got to just deal with it. Mm-hmm. 
And she does. Well, like I tell everyone, I'm like, I bring my heels to Vegas. And I walk to the elevator out of my room. And I get to the elevator and I'm like, yep, going to walk back, switch it out yeah, for my wedge flip-flops. Just can't do it. It's just not worth it. Like It's it, not worth mm, it. No. So, yeah, for me, earrings, same thing. Yeah. Okay, what else has been going on? Okay, so um, Lala had a podcast with Brittany and Stassi. I guess Stassi's first podcast comeback, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess those of you don't want to hear, tune out right now for well, probably three to five minutes. I don't know. I was really pretty much bored. Michaela and I listened to it together on speakerphone. It was kind of boring. Like I would pause of like she had to, you know, do something or what. Like, oh, you want to hear this part or that part. For the most part, I was bored. Um, it was a lot of what's the word like embell like just um okay here I'll I'll help you with this I, embellishing I, themselves of like do you I, guys believe we've we're dealing with this like no mothers ever dealt with this basic bitch shit yeah I um I was excited to hear obviously Stassi's comeback and I was hoping to hear I don't know maybe like a different side of her especially you know her being a mother everyone is kind of the thing that's if anything has gotten her off the hook it's that she's pregnant you know what I mean it's like mm-hmm. she's gonna turn into this new person she's a mother now you guys like let's just move on you know whatever right and so I was kind of hoping to hear that reflected in her talking about becoming a mother and all of that and Within the first five minutes, I was utterly shocked. Like, I just, I couldn't believe they were going on and on and on about um, how, you know, they're shamed um, for their belly size. They're shamed for where they walk, where they eat, like, whatever. I mean, and they were kind of just going on about how the trolls come out or the fans come out. They kept referring to, you know, the just like they always have, trolls and fans and um i don't know it just i couldn't help but think about and i don't want to i don't really don't want to like open this can of worms again but i just have to say it because i feel like i want to be honest with you guys i felt like with all of the things that stassi has you know done i guess with the me too movement with the black lives matter movement all of that all the things that were said the things that were done to faith it just got me thinking of like the things that you are dealing with now this beautiful part of your life that you're going through are nothing compared to what other people have gone through what faith went through when she was pregnant and when she gave birth all that she didn't ask for all of this mess and everything it just I don't know I just got like kind of a weird taste in my mouth about that it just didn't um well they're getting trolls and haters which is absolutely disgusting we don't condone that no don't baby bump shame don't weight shame don't don't do pregnancy shame just be supportive but at the same time, these people have made a lot of fucking money and they have a lot of protection, whether it be PR, managers, money, 
And then there is someone that went through this during this whole time and just had haters, trolls, and doesn't have that. And it's like, maybe, yes, no one should be shaming you over any kind of pregnancy thing, no matter what. 100% agree with that. But at the same time, maybe this person, Faith, in for one example, had to deal with all the hate and shame and troll comments. And she also doesn't have like the team backing the team, yeah. the PR, I don't know. The, yeah, I just... the support. And you, she still has people giving her hate threats. And it's like, just be mindful. I'm not saying it's right or wrong either way. It's just, it's just, just like, be mindful of like, don't, you know, you signed up for this. She signed up for it, but she didn't get what, you know, what you guys got. Just, just keep yeah. it in perspective, yeah. man. I don't know. I, I guess I was, I can't say how they should have been on the podcast. That's not my position, but like, I was hoping to hear a little bit more like gratefulness and like, true feelings of like you know kind of more like how the guys were talking you know like the guys podcast really surprised me Mm -hmm. um and you know Stassi went out of her way numerous times to call it corny and said they were trying to it was a competition on who was the best dad and there was a little bit of like resentment in her voice with that and so she was saying like they were being more real but um you know I always feel like podcasting should be that you are like listening into a conversation between friends and it's like you forget that you're really not their friend. And I felt like that's what we were doing. We were listening in on a conversation of them having with themselves, which maybe we shouldn't have been hearing and maybe they wouldn't really be saying to a group of women. No. You know, it was like, it was just, well, that's where I felt bored because I'm like, well, they're just talking as friends, as they would at a barbecue or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they're not talking to their it wasn't getting, fans. Yeah, it wasn't getting personal at all. It was just yeah. like, um, well, I'm sick and um, oh, I'm what not. What are you craving? Yeah. What are you cra- oh, sex. And and then they got into that. And, and Brittany's like, well, I've been sick every day. I can't even look at a dingling. And Stassi's like, really? Oh, well, I try to maintain. I do it once or twice a week, but... You know me, I hate blowjobs, but I prefer them now. And and then um, Lala's like, "Oh, I haven't had sex since you know, then she since she got pregnant." She explained it, saying, "You know, well, she had complications and she couldn't." And that's obviously, but but then Randall's like, "Well, you can still do a blowjob." And I don't know. It just yeah, they were. It just didn't it just didn't vibe for me as much as I was kind of hoping for. Um, I also was seeing a lot of comments online of people being like, you know, um, kind of saying that they couldn't even tune in for longer than five minutes because they were just done with it. And that's kind of how I felt about it. I didn't think there was a lot of no. juicy content there or anything. And it just left a taste in my mouth of being like, I don't know. Again, I was I was kind of hoping for to feel something different about Stassi and Lala and Brittany. Like when I was hearing them together, like, oh, I miss them being friends or, oh, my gosh, I miss Vanderpump Rules. This was so entertaining. I it, didn't feel that. It just felt exactly how it's always been like, uh, yeah, kind of like they they hate their fans and they yeah. I don't know. that Trolls. They, I don't, it was very yeah, troll centric. I don't know that they hate their fans, but it's um, it's all 
it's like they're annoyed with them or something. No, I absolutely understand if there are people out there like baby um, shaming them or baby bump shaming them or you should be doing this or you should be. Of course. But no, that, that goes with the territory. Yes. I'm sure for 100 of those comments, there's a thousand of the others. And it was just like complaining. And I listened to it on speakerphone with Michaela. Like we listened to it together and I kept pausing. Like she'd have to go do something with the kids. I'm like, oh, I want you to hear this part. But then it was just kind of like, well, it was just like, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, it it, it was just like truly nothing. I don't know. Yeah, just nothing. nothing. So. If you're going to listen to it, go ahead. It's just, um, you know, like three, I would say three brand new moms talking. Um, like you've never, if you're a mom and if you've been pregnant, you'll be bored as fuck. And it's, or annoyed as fuck. No, because it's it, just like, some it's of it is like no, rookie mistakes. Like they're just, they don't know yet. And so to hear them kind of complain about some of the stuff they're complaining about, it's like, yeah. you guys just wait. But that's, that is not for us to say. Like they, they're entitled to their own journey. Yeah, that's not what we're saying. It's their first journey. Yes. It's just, it's hard and not for myself, but for you or Michaela or so, someone that's been through it, you're, you're just kind of like, really? This is a content? Like, but the way I guess I would say they're presenting it is like, we are presenting new, cutting edge. This is how we feel. This is what we're going through. And so anyone that has had a child, it's kind of like an eye roll. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, the, and, 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 I, and then and the troll thing is also the like the bullying factor. I saw a lot, not, not our group, but just in general, Reddit, everything. It's like, oh people just being eye rolling the same way not okay anyone that's like baby shaming or baby bump shaming or body shaming or pregnancy no fuck that it's just more like you they're they're acting like this is the first time this has ever happened and so someone that's had a child they're like kind of like eye roll like they're acting like it's and I, like, and, can and, you believe this? Yeah. Can and just to give that? like a little bit of perspective is like I was I was telling Sarah earlier, like when I was pregnant with Ronnie, which was my first child, I was in the office and I would come in exactly like them and be like, oh, my God, you guys, I can't sleep. I'm so uncomfortable. Like, I can't do this. And like my coworkers would literally laugh in my face and say, you don't even know, like, enjoy this. And I'd be like, F you, like behind their backs, you know, because I'm like, how dare they discount what I'm saying right now? But it's like what they're what they're saying is they're saying from experience, this isn't the most uncomfortable you're going to be. It's going to get worse. And, (laughs) you know, so that I mean, I feel like that's what we all know is coming down the pipe, which is kind of makes that makes the podcast a little more entertaining. But um, yeah, overall, I mean, what this is the great thing about all all four of them being pregnant is I think another way to look at it, and I wish that they kind of would have spun it this way, is I wish they would have taken the power back from the quote unquote trolls and said, we are three women 
four women with Sheena that have all different body types. And this is the, all the different right. ways that we're carrying our babies. And we are strong, powerful women. And we are proud of this. And we don't care what the trolls say. But instead, they completely let us know that the trolls are getting to them. And they each like poo-pooed each little thing that's bugging them. And it's like, you guys, like, we know that like your bump, Brittany, you're perfect. Stassi, you're perfect. Lala, you're perfect. Sheena, you're perfect. Like, you guys are all great. Like, you're going to be great yeah. mothers. Like, we don't need to yeah. say that it's a troll or a fan ruining it. Just don't, it, just ignore it. Yeah. Your baby bump doesn't matter. No. You're all doing yeah. everything healthily. Yes. And, and, you know, prayers that everything turns out I well, mean, you at, know? You know, uh, what, they, what, what did they call her? My friend? The, oh, the six-pack... Sarah Stasia. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so I know what this girl, she's an amazing woman, but they called her Ab Mom. Mm-hmm. But she was tiny, tiny, tiny. We had a size zero outfit and we still had to hand clip it, you know, like you do in the mm-hmm. bridal shop, mm-hmm. with the horse clips or whatever. She's just a tiny person. It's like, it doesn't mean your baby's unhealthy. Um, my friend's mom said, oh, I only gained 10 pounds with you. She's a perfectly grown-ass woman, healthy. Some some people gain 10, some 40, some 100. Doesn't Look at Jessica Simpson. Like, come on. It just, it, it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. No, so and, and I... And don't I just, baby bump shame anyone. Yeah, yeah. And and again, I I feel like just like within like these last three minutes was a more positive podcast on like becoming a mother than that whole thing was. I think they could have taken a different angle with that. And um, I also thought that some of the comments that Lala made were a little strange about women and how she wants to be down with women. But then she was like, like the comment that she made, was she's like, I want to be down with the fans, but I'm not because I hate them and they're bullies. And it's like, well, that's not. That's not how it works. She literally said that. She's like, I'm down with women, but I'm not. You fucking bitches. And I was like, well. It's just exhausting. The thing is, with the bullying thing, it's like, here's what I have to say. It's like, people aren't bullying you for being pregnant or for being you or for... They're bullying you because they don't like you because you bullied someone. And yes, you've grown and now you're friends with the people you bullied. But some people can't get past it. And so it's just kind of like you you, you just can't. It it doesn't go away that easily. Yeah, we can get past it. Not everyone can get past it. And guess what? Not everyone pays attention to every second of the show like we do. Some people are just... They are casual watchers. Right. So they remember Lala shaming Katie, shaming Stassi, summer bodies, blah, blah, blah. They can't get past it. And and I'm not saying they should get past it. But it's like, you know what? You dish it. And she dished it so much. Way beyond that season. She dished it to Raquel. Mm-hmm. And that's what we always said. Lala dishes it and she runs the fuck away. She'll throw it at Raquel and she runs away. Eh, I'm not done talking. It's like, well, hun, you can't do that shit and then not expect some that's a per- feedback. That's a perfect example. And one more thing that stood out on the podcast that um, was like really, 
I just got to thinking about it and it made me sad. Brittany kept bringing up that uh, she's getting her feelings hurt easily these days with all the hormones and everything. And one of the really big things that hurt her feeling was on the boys podcast. They mentioned that um, they mentioned about her little boy that, um, you know, Jack's junior. They don't want to date him. Yeah, that they wouldn't want to date him. And her feelings got hurt because she was like, that's my little boy. And right away, the girls are like, no, 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 Brittany, Brittany, this is not about you. This is about how shitty Jax is. Jax is a shit person. And it was like that. It made me feel bad. And I'm sure that this is what Brittany is struggling with is she has married and mated with someone that has this um, uh, reputation. And this is what's going to be. That's horrible. It is. Things are going to be she said about want, her little boy. She doesn't want something hanging over his head yeah. of reputation when he's her pure little An boy. An innocent little boy that has done nothing. And I get her for that. I do too. I, and I totally get to it. me that was like very heartbreaking but I truly don't think that Lala and Stasi understood what she was saying there because neither one of them backed off and they both kept saying it like it was going to make her feel better. Like, Brittany, it's not about you. Jax is a shitty person. It's like, that's her husband. Like, how do you guys not understand that's half of her son? And he's he's a son and he's going to be way more involved than he would be if it was a girl because he's so into that. I mean, so she's going to always be pure paranoid of that stigma yeah and i really i really felt her heart when she was saying that and i thought gosh that would truly be hard and then she also mentioned how she had a hard time when their that craft you know halloween photo came out i think she did get dragged really hard in the comments like people were really horrible to her about the things that they said about britney's looks and stuff i saw some of the comments i think she's really been getting it hard i mean think about it oh no so it's just crazy so but anyways you guys check out that podcast if you want to we probably didn't just do a no i mean they're all carrying it differently and there's no shame in that no look at jessica simpson the most beautiful woman in the world she carried it heavy she's very short britney's short like we all carry it differently like we all know not me but i think um, britney looks great i think there is like i don't healthy happy fun and she and she's owning it she's like I don't care. I've wanted this my whole life. I don't care how I look. I'm going to enjoy it. And I love that. I love that yeah. statement. And go, girl. Yeah. Just fucking own it and do you. And don't worry about Don't read these comments then. Like, do with the Kardashians. Don't read it. Yeah. So, okay. So we had a, well, you know, you guys, we missed Halloween. Um... Stassi had it at her house with Bo. We talked about it before it was happening. It's like, oh, no shocker. She shows up in costume. Exactly what we thought it was going to be. She's going to do some baby gut thing. No shocker. Bo did some similar. <laughs> yeah, we saw it coming before it happened. Boring. She had everyone over. Lala and Randall didn't show up in costume as they said katie and schwartz came in biodome which was i saw comments on uh lala came with the skeleton hands on her boobs kind of like the roller derby look remember that oh was that halloween yeah okay yeah that was and yeah it was 
people were like minimal mm-hmm. effort minimal effort but yeah and then i saw some comments because she was with uh randall's kids like before they went to the party and they're like they're like that's that very that's very inappropriate and then other people are like you know what what's wrong with boobs why are we gonna even try to make it weird like every woman has boobs who cares yeah so um yeah i guess it's just i guess you do you yeah that's a preference um, yeah, and then I and then I saw some people that were offended by Stassi's outfit, you know, saying that it was, you know, depicting like maybe like a child being cut from the stomach of a woman or well, you know or or whatever. And that's and- kind of triggering for me because I've known two women where that's actually happened to them, and that's what mm-hmm. that's what. Well, pe- actually, no, no, I know one woman. It's actually physically happened to. I I personally know her. Um, the other one. It's from like ID channel and snapped, but literally like that shit has happened. So it's yeah, a little disturbing. It, it's a little disturbing. And I don't know, like I personally, I don't know if I'd want to like bring that energy into right. my costume. It's energy. Yeah. But um, whatever, you know, um, and then Brittany was dressed up as the Grinch. Well, I mean, she really owned it. You know what? I, and she looked like it. she did the little. We watched the IG story. Uh, if you guys want to see it, I could post it in the Facebook group. The I have video. To, she actually like, like she owned it. I have to tell you, like I don't know if it's like because of COVID, the pandemic, quarantine. I don't know, but I'm like I'm kind of vibing with Brittany. Yeah. No, I th- I thought she like really went full throttle, especially as pregnant as she is. Like, and I know she's not actually that far along. She's certainly half as little as Stassi, but like, she went full green, which is a lot of fucking work when you're pregnant. And she's and not feeling well. You can almost tell she still doesn't feel I mean, good even in the picture. I so- mean, quite honestly, she looks as pregnant as Stassi. Just not a body shaming thing. But we all carry it differently, right? Oh, I don't think she does. Well, in some photos. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a shaming thing. No, yeah. I'm just saying she owned it. Yeah. She painted her whole fucking body green. And then she was doing the little, I'm like, okay, I give her props. And Jack's dressed up too to match her. Oh, he didn't. He just put on fucking a headband. Yeah, and like some ugly brown sweats or something. <laughs> Well, he he had about a one and a half minute costume prep. She went full throttle and I give her props, especially uh, not just being pregnant, but she's been sick this entire time. So that's a lot of fucking work, not just to prep, but also to wash it off because Michaela and Ryan win his like, I think Smurfs one year, full head to toe blue I said it took days to wash it off. So I give Brit props for fully going green. I'm sure it was not an easy process to wash off. And is she sick all the time? Like, good for you. When Lala and Randall can't even put on a fucking fake mask. Like, you can't even be bothered to do anything. So props to Brit. Um, my other favorite costume of the night was Kristen Doty, who um, was one of the flailing sale things that are like at car dealerships. You know how like she's flailing around like that's what I was wondering. I'm like, I thought that was it. Like, 
You know how Annabelle used to talk about Lydia from OC? Uh, yeah. As the flame. I'm like, I think that's what they are, but I couldn't be sure. Yeah. I'm like, am I missing something? Because they were matching. Um, yeah, that was good. They were good. Um, Stassi, I was just very disappointed. It, it was very boring, basic, and unoriginal, and predicted. Um, predictable, well, I guess. Uh just like, <laughs> hey guys, I'm into murder and gore and guts. I'm like, and it wasn't it actually even makeup? It was just like a fucking belt, like yeah, a, like a weight belt she mm-hmm. put on. Like that's fucking nothing, but okay. I mean, her house looked cool. Yeah, give her that. So yeah, that was pretty much it for Halloween, and then we had Lala release like a naked selfie showing her Katie and Tom I mean like I've never seen Tom Schwartz look worse in my life he looked sickly I know they were like a biodome but it was a really scary shot yeah again not surprising coming from them like I expect like the horribleness coming from them so it was like mildly comforting to me because I was like oh all right yeah I wanted to give you guys some breaking news that Katie is not pregnant oh by the well because her I was like oh Katie is not pregnant she just said she was drinking but then she goes yeah we were watching the Dodger game and listening to Taylor Swift's new album I'm like oh this was recorded earlier, and I thought, oh, a month or two, maybe World Series. But then she had Taylor Stricker on, and she's like, oh, I might come to visit in August, maybe September. I'm like, what the fuck, Katie? You're releasing podcasts like four months later? What the hell? You're not like Howard Stern. Like, four months later, what the fuck is the relevancy here? Um. But congratulations to Taylor Strecker for uh, her engagement. That's exciting. Yeah, I guess she has Bo on her podcast asking for proposal advice because it appears that Taylor Strecker proposed to Taylor, the other Taylor. Um, cool for them. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was listening to Katie's podcast about that. I didn't realize it was recorded four months ago. Yeah. Again, you guys remember Katie on her IG? Hey, I'm having Jax on my podcast. Throw some questions out, and every week we tease this. When will it come out? Well, I guess it'll probably come out in March based on this shit. (laughs) Yeah, really. When they're like, the Dodgers won. We're listening to Taylor Swift's new album that just dropped. And I'm like, wait, how the fuck long ago is this? Yeah. So way to go, Katie. <laughs> Just saying, like, what else do you have going on? Why is why is there such a delay? I don't get it. I, I'm sure she thinks she, that she is like a master planner, but it's 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 too far. Taylor, Taylor literally says, oh, I was talking to Stassi and she was writing her book in the Beverly Hills Hotel like a month ago. And I'm like, <clears throat> that was like. A long time ago. And then I realized, oh, you recorded this four months ago. Yeah. 
Why why do you take four months to release a podcast? I don't know. It's very bizarre. How bizarre, how bizarre. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, let me let me check here. Stasi, Shocker, Blood and Guts, Lala, No Costume, Brittany Grinch. Sheena's Boy Crazy merch actually just landed at my doorstep yesterday. Kind of excited. Kind of want to um, post a pic and order more. You guys, thank you for submitting your answers. We are going to choose, but I'm kind of inspired a little bit to order a couple more. Um, so I'm thinking next podcast will... Um, put everyone because we didn't put everyone in a hat tonight um so next podcast put everyone in a hat draw and send out the the goods so next podcast be aware for the giveaways of the boy crazy and it's all happening merch it just literally arrived at my door yesterday so i was kind of excited to check it out kind of inspires me to order more not gonna lie i like it yeah, I saw it. It's cute. Um, yeah. Anyways. All right. What else? Um, Let's jump into the oh, episodes. Yes, but I want to confront one more thing. Speaking on Halloween, give me a sec. Dana. Did you forget about that? No. Going as Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that? I I think she thought that she was, had like a brilliant costume. Being like Lala. And it fell flat. Um, I think that that just a little more respect in the matter would have like been an amazing costume but it did something was a little tasteless about it that um definitely just like you looked at it and just went ooh, like there's one thing to be represented it's like lala oh i'm a feminist but really are you yes she represented all of that but really like did you ever see her dressed up hey if Ruth Bader dressed up as Madonna was still a Supreme Court justice, hmm, props. She didn't, though. And I had, like, people younger than Dina and Lala saying, hey, and they showed me examples of, like, a couple of uh, bachelorette, bachelor people that did do that in a nice, respectful way. Still look cute, but, like, I just thought, I don't know. It was just tasteless and trashy to me. And like, yes, she represents everything for women. But like, really, I just I felt like she thought that she was going to get a different reaction than she did. And for that, I feel kind of bad for her because I mean, she just I think she just didn't um, maybe like maybe you have an idea like that and then you don't really think it through and then that's what happened. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like she represents everyone. Like, like Gloria Steinem does this on, she's been on Andy. She hates the housewives cause she hates how they're portrayed, but then she'll be like, Oh yeah, go, go do it. Go do your thing. But 
for me, it was just a fine line and it was just like disrespectful and gross. It was for me, it was like, hey, I'm going to dress up cute like a, a house bunny, playboy bunny. Just do that. Just do that. Oh, no, I'm going to represent her this way. If you're going to represent her, represent her in a, like, breakfast, breakfast at Tiffany's or Chanel suit and, like, and then some kind of prop or something. I don't know. It's just, like, you want to dress cute and, like, a Playboy bunny and then use this as your platform. <coughs> it just seemed cheap gross and i know that she thinks she's beyond us like she represents ultimate (coughs) sorry ultimate like feminism but i don't know yeah i don't know when i first saw it like i didn't i don't know i didn't really care and then when i saw what people were people were really worked up about it so i I don't know i uh, i don't know well, I do know. And coming for me, that would have been the person in, in that era and still am. But I, uh, I just want to say it's disrespectful and tasteless. At the same time, I know what she represents. So it's like empowerment all over the place. But I just thought it was trashy. And just like, you're just looking for a fucking cute post and likes self-serving and not really respectful. I don't know. And she's going to disagree with me. Like you don't get it. It's like, you know what, bitch, you don't get it. So I'm going to disagree. Anyways, I thought it was gross. Anyways. So let's move on to OC. (laughs) Okay, so you guys, we decided that we're just going to cover just this week of OC because we have, you know, going back is just going to be like, well, you know, so let's just move forward and we'll just kind of talk back on points that have happened or whatever. Yeah, and touch on a little bit of Salt Lake because, you know, there's not a lot to touch on because it's introductory episode but so we're just gonna kind of just blow through these and just you know let you know the parts that we thought were funny and then we'll be back next week and pick it up again so let's get into it okay so oc um what have you been thinking of oc so far are you enjoying it are you enjoying the it's, I mean, it's getting a little annoying for me. Like I, yeah, I, I like it, it. I like it because again, like we can spot all of the places in Orange County. It's kind of that's like one of the reasons why I love watching it. Right. Um. But the Bronwyn drama is draining me, and uh, the 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 Shannon every opening scene of her working in the kitchen with her boyfriend. Oh, going, oh, my. oh, oh my God, you burned something. Ah. John, and she has to say oh. his name like a hundred times. It's so funny. Isn't it funny we burned something? Isn't it funny? It's so overproduced and so fucking fake. Like you said, the silly string, their opening kitchen scenes are so fucking overproduced and fake. Like, oh, you're burning something. Oh, I, I feel like I feel like they're trying to show the opposite. The funds, yes. Well, the opposite of what was shown in the kitchen with um, uh, what's his name? David. David. No, I appreciate that because I 
am no David Bador fan, so I appreciate it, but it's so over-fucking-produced and so fake, and, like, your reaction to him, like, oh, the oven's smoking? <laughs> Isn't this funny? We're burning something. Isn't this funny? It's so fucking over the top. I did really like this week um, kind of getting to talk to her eldest daughter um, in the living room. I thought that that was kind of like a really raw scene. Wow. Um, you know the info I heard. So, you guys, I'm not going to get into it. But when she talked about her daughters and how you don't realize how this is going to affect me for the rest of my life. Yes, there's some info that I will not discuss. But like firsthand knowledge that I've heard of some really disturbing shit. And what she said tonight or well on this episode really ties into that. Like there were some stuff and yes it does affect the kids and it's sad and horrible and will affect them for the rest of their lives and I think she's realizing that she's she's sober yeah so what we also heard she was you know heavily drinking before and probably missed I will just say I think maybe during the divorce and the bad times she missed a lot of things and she was drinking and who knows? Speculation. But at that when those things are happening, sometimes you don't have control and you don't know what's going on. Yeah, so just in case I know some of you guys aren't watching the episode, um Shannon's oldest daughter revealed or I don't know if this has been talked about in past seasons because I haven't watched, but she said that she's writing a book about what it is like how yeah, she did. Yeah. She did last season. She talked she already about this. Did. Yeah. Okay. So she talked about writing a book um, about how the divorce has affected her. So Shannon's sitting there talking to her, and it was just kind of like a raw moment of Sean of uh, Shannon revealing that you know she suffered some trauma from the way her parents spoke to each other and what their divorce meant to her. So it was just kind of interesting to sit there and. Um, but one of the revealing things, which uh, in her confessional look she looked so pretty she had like her makeup was done so well and everything she looked like a different person but she said um she made a comment about john she said you know i think that john is there for my mom emotionally or or she's like what my mom needs john to be there is emotionally and financially and i don't think he can do both now do you think she was talking about money or emotionally did you hear that oh i no, I didn't catch that. Yeah, so in the confessional, she was like, I, you know, I don't know that John can do both, be there. Because I, I would definitely say in the footage that I've seen, he's there emotionally for her. 100%. So yeah. I'm assuming that she's saying financially he's not there for her, which who could be there for Shannon financially? I mean, she right. she lived a very lavish life. Well, she got the settlement, but she also gave Gina the props of saying, hey, you bought I don't even think I can afford to buy right now. Um, Which I don't know how that's possible when their house sold in Newport Coast for a lot of money and the settlement. And she's been on Housewives for however many years. She's, she, she's got she, money. But she said she only got like $1.2 million. Which, that's crazy. Which would, she buy, got, which would buy her a condo. Which would buy her Gina's, con, Gina's condo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they live. Um. 
and she has her own money from housewives. I thought she had money from her parents' trust or something because they used to own the main company, but clearly it's David. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I thought that was like a very like telling um, confessional, though, and I kind of appreciated that she opened up like that. Um, but $1.2 million in Newport when she was renting a place for, what was it last season? It was like eighty grand a month or something. It's like, yeah, you're not... Well, it, it became a pissing contest with her and Elizabeth. I'm the richest bitch you'll ever meet. She's like, she, you know, you want to come Ferrari shopping? Me? Shannon's like, my mom had a Ferrari. It was like a pissing contest. Yeah, yeah. So I think Shannon's getting a huge slice of humble pie right now. There's something... You know, like when you yeah. and me are like, our cable's disconnected. It's the same for her when she has to go to renting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or downgrade from 20000 a month to 8000 a month or 10000 a month. You know, it, it's all relative. Like, it's like, oh, shit, we got to pay our cable bill. Mm-hmm. We got to pay the pocket. You know, it's all relative. And I think she's feeling it now. Yeah. Because shit's settled. Yeah. And her kids are almost grown. So, like, shit's settled. So. I think re- she's going to be fine, though. I think she's going to be fine. I, I, She just needs to know how to. I live again. I had this problem with her when she was going through her divorce and I was watching. It was very hard to watch how out of touch she was with reality of how much everything costs. You know, it was like a normal person going through this, like may not be able to feed their children or may not be able to, you know, live. And I mean, she was complaining about like really crazy things, you know? Yeah. Well, that's why I think she's getting in that competition with Elizabeth. I found Elizabeth this episode. I really like Elizabeth from the from the get-go, from the start. But lately, this episode and a little bit of the last, I'm starting to feel a little bit awkwardness. Like she is laughing too much, too hard, too weird. It's a little awkward. And then also the breakiness you know what she's giving me vibes of, which I don't like because I really like her and I want to root for her, but she is giving me Dana $10,000 sunglasses vibes. Yeah. Um, I, as much as I, I wanted to like laugh about the, the, her and Shannon standoff about who has the better stuff. Right. Um, I don't think that, uh, she's in the league of Shannon at all. And that's why Shannon is giving her that look, which is very judgy and horrible of Shannon. Yeah. But, um, it's very obvious that she's not truly rich or wealthy. It's coming off. Um, but I think her husband is, I think her husband is richer than David, but I think Shannon isn't, I don't know. She's no, just there's, really... there's something weird. There's totally something weird there. And even like in, in all the little snippets that she says, like, it's just like riddled with lies. I can feel yeah. it. Like yeah. how she's like, oh, like, you know, my niece has a million dollar trust set up. She doesn't know that. And it's like, really? Is oh, it a, is it a oh, million? Both of them. She's like, hey, guys, this is where I get the Dana $10,000 sunglasses. Hey, guys, randomly in front of the cameras, you want to take a helicopter to Catalina? Well, Actually, that's not even that fucking much. A no. lot of people fucking do that. Yeah, and they're like, Randall yeah. does that. 
Right. And then she's like, oh, I have a million dollar trust set of, a- they don't know that because I don't want them to kill me. Like, I make there, jokes like that. But are there like, malls here? Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, are there malls? Ha ha, we have the best malls. We have South Coast Plaza. What I think is she does is she's like laughing too long and too hard and she's trying too hard. But when, but I agree with you, when, when she stops that shtick and she's talking about Bronwyn or or someone right. who, who needs compassion. She's very compassionate and I yeah. like how she's the one that kind of brings the women together to say, you guys, come on, like, why don't we rally around her a when little she's bit? she's talking about her sister and she's like, oh my gosh, I was like, oh, okay, this is great. That's and what her I, mom's yes. there and her mom and her brother and her niece, they seem very I like real. when she's being authentic and when she tries to make it seem authentic that she's this rich, hungry, helicopter, Ferrari-buying person. That I don't think that's her. Yeah. And so when she does that, it feels just, like, yucky. It, it felt weird. It felt weird because, like, when she was like, hey, I'm going to buy a Ferrari. You guys want to come with me? Okay. You guys, who the fuck ever even wants to go buy a car, let alone drag your friends? What friend would want to go with you to buy a car? No one. It's a sucky ass process. And then, but even so, they go to a silly little, you know, private place. No one wants to go watch your friend buy a car. That's not fun. That's stupid. Yeah. That was a a, a planned filming scene. Last time I bought a car, it was like the best experience of my life. I did not go to the dealership. They just brought the car to me and I signed and they left. I pretty much did that too with my last car and... Michaela went with me, and then the guy was like, there was no sales because it was CarMax. But he's like, what do you make? And and he's like, oh, shit. He's like, are you hiring? And then I had to tell Michaela, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is fucking awkward. Didn't even drive the fucking car, but the same kind of thing. Yeah. Times have changed since then. But um, anyways, it it was fucking awkward. I'd rather not bring people with me. To buy a fucking car. Yeah, it was Nor a, do I want to go with anyone to do it. It was a filming op for sure. Um, and it seemed boring. Like, why would they want to do that? Except for, like, the little car chase. Well, like, I could care less about Kelly in the car with Elizabeth. Well, I mean, yeah, the comic relief was Shannon getting in the little car. That was funny. I, I want that little car myself. Yeah, um... So pretty much like the only thing in this episode that we were really dealing with was Bronwyn kind of having her her moment with Gina and going to the AA meeting, well, blah, really blah, blah. Really appreciate Gina and her acceptance. And I think, um, you know, I just mentioned the word authentic and I feel I hope that what I'm seeing from Gina is her being authentic. You know, she... Yeah, you, you didn't watch last season. She is. She is? Okay. Well, um, there's also people who are authentic to like a fault where they like use it as a weapon, which I'm not into. Yeah. Where they're like, you know, it's like, I, I don't, it's too much. No, she, last season she was in denial and wasn't oversharing because I think she's very protective of, as she should have been. There was a bad situation going on and she didn't want to share too much of, she was in denial. Everyone saw it. They're like, 
your husband lives in LA and you live in Kodo? And she's like, no, it just works that way. But denial, she opened up last season. She got a DUI. She, yeah, like, yeah, I know. She opened up about the shit happening in her life. And now she's kind of owning it. And um, I'm talking like her owning it. And I feel bad. 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 I feel bad for her. But like, I understand she's trying to make it work with her ex. What'd you get? He made a mistake. She knows it was a mistake. I don't know how long this goes on, but it was her high school sweetheart. She's never been with anyone else. So the fact that she could actually have him and his girlfriend and her and her boyfriend together when she's only ever been with him. That was very, it was, it was very fucking gr- it mature was, and growing and like, like that was wow. a heartbreaking scene. And I, I, I thought it was a very raw scene that they showed just like how excited her daughter was that her husband was there yeah, and watching kind of the new boyfriend sit back and Gina sit back and kind of watch and go, dude, she really like, this is what she needed. Yeah. This is the biggest present we could give her for her birthday yeah. was like very heartbreaking. It was like, Oh man. And then at the same time, she's like, I don't want him to go to jail, but at the same time, I want to be a victim's advocate and say what I went through and and show an example and also be there for other women. But at the same time, she doesn't want any harm to her I don't baby's know. daddy. It's I honestly don't I, know what I would do. I don't think I would make the statement. Yeah, I, I really, I well, because they're getting along now, so it'd be. I I think it would be hard to make that statement because she, they're getting along, they're sharing custody. She loves the new girlfriend. She's happy, but at the same time, she's like feeling like, well, I felt this way. It's a really hard position. Yeah, but I appreciate that she's talking about it. Yeah, probably a lot of women feel that. Oh, I don't want to take my baby daddy away from their kids, but at the same time, he's fucked up. No, and someone she, may need to see her example to like be strong to do something and like she that. She said it at the end. She said, "Everyone has always built him out, and, and I'm not going to be that person anymore." So it sounds like there is more that has happened in the past. Yeah, she's just not going to talk about it. Yeah, and fair enough. Like, don't. Because you got kids. But it sounds like, oh, he gets into trouble a lot and people always bail him out. Yeah. And she's just done. Or, you know, make an excuse or, you know, right. a, like, okay, well, may, you know. So as, as we may say, like, oh, Gina, maybe you don't need to make that statement. He seems really sweet. He came to the party and you, you're getting along great. Well, we don't know what happened in the last 20 years. Because mm-hmm. she said they've been together since high school. So it's like... When she said everyone's always bailed him out his whole life, that just kind of shows you're just talking about what just happened recently. Right, right. There's probably a lot more. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. So you do you. I'm happy she's happy. And I mean, the guy, he was like, hey, don't make it weird. I won't make it weird. They seem to get along. She is really encompassing the new girlfriend and said she's yeah, great. Yeah, it was a, I was like, p- 
pleasantly surprised how that went. And again, like I I always kind of think like I always like put myself in like the children's shoe. And if I were to watch back the way like my mom acted towards my dad or something, it'd be really like hurtful if like she was shit talking him on the side. And I thought that Gina really maintained the entire time like her face. She didn't roll her eyes. She didn't like she truly if I saw that my mom was Tried. like truly doing that for me, I would be like so touched. Yeah. So I thought that was, um, I loved the scene when Bronwyn and Kelly went to go try on dresses and they're trying, like, mm-hmm. she's like, this one's pretty. Like, she's like, I love this one. Kelly's like, ew, I don't like the bottom. Like what, what what's like, she's so freaking brutally honest. Yeah. It's insane. And then she's funny though. Yeah. Like, and then Kelly tries one on and, um, she's like, I love it. She's like, I don't love it. It's my third wedding. Like, I don't want, she's like a flower in your hair. She's like, I don't like flowers in I my hair. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. She was just like going off. Like Bronwyn was- wants Prince this moment and kelly's like fuck that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it was fun so that was like kind of a fun thing um let's see so they're gonna have a vow renewal and yeah so bronwyn and gina you know they go to like a little juice place after um the aa meeting and they kind of have a moment where they oh they went to milk and honey and i had to back up i'm like the milk and honey and man mean street. But then I had to back up. I'm like, Oh, I guess there must be two because it was clearly a different. It was like, it was in Costa Mesa. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't main street. Cause there was no parking. Lot. I recognize the, the cleaner across the street. But if you look at milk and honey, it's exactly the same. It's the Ivy and the late, but it's right on main street. I walk past it every day on the way to the post office, but you know, it's main street. You got to just pull yeah. into a slot. Yeah. I didn't know there was more than one. Super cute place, though. And I love the oat milk thing. She's like, oh, I thought you said oat milk. I was like, oh, is this some California thing? And she's like, I did say oat milk. I'm like, yeah. All my places now are like, do you want oat milk, coconut milk, almond milk, soy milk, regular milk? And I'm just like, "Mm, can I just have a coffee? Yeah, I don't (laughs) like any of the milks. Um. Okay, so that's pretty much all I have um, on OC. Yeah. Um, okay. So Salt Lake just started. We'll be back next week with that. But uh, overall, like all of us, we talked to a few people. We were confused at first. We're all getting to know them the same time as you. I was, co- I was like, I'm never going to get these names straight. By the end, I got the names straight. But I was confused with Meredith and Lisa and... Jen, now I know Jen. I'm like, is Jen like the Lee and Locken of Salt Lake? Kind of think so. Um, and she made this party about, I think, Meredith, but about herself. Oh, I loved that too. <laughs> that was, I mean, the poor birthday girl walks into the party and like no one even gives a shit. And then she does her own entrance into the party. Everyone's like, yeah. woo! The yeah. Pa- the party's here. The, the rose wall and then her own entrance. And then they're like the Tonga dancers. She's like, well, producers, what do the Tonga dancers have to do with Meredith? Nothing. I just want to include my own heritage into the party. It's like, but it's her party. Yeah. You know, it's just, okay. So she's going to be the, she's going to be the bitch. She's the extra one. She's the Liam Locken. She's the, the one owning the. Overall, I. I was expecting something different. Like, I'm not going to lie. 
I saw, I mean, I saw the previews and stuff, so I knew it was coming, but I was kind of hoping there would be one girl who like really stuck out like a sore thumb into like what I think Utah is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I was hoping like one sort of like big love-esque apron wearing braid in the oh. hair person. Oh, okay. You know, like sister wives yeah like come on it's in utah like i mean they are touching on like you know mormonism and stuff like that or my favorite show escaping polygamy that's literally my favorite show but you know they were shut down for legal reasons as well as um i think uh okay so you guys i was trying to tell my friend about i was trying to prep her on the housewives i don't know any prep on any of the housewives except for Everyone was hitting me up. You got to follow this Mary Cosby page. It's all her followers in her church that started a page telling all the truths about her. And so I only followed that. And then I was trying to show Michaela the other night. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't I can't find it. So I messaged um, shout out Bravo super fans. I'm like, I know this person like. I'm like, hey, what happened to this page? I'm like, oh, they took it down. I think a lawsuit. Because I know escaping polygamy went off the fucking air mid-season because of lawsuits. I think the same happened with Mary Cosby. There's so many um, people in our church started this page telling the truths about her. And then it got shut down. Which was kind of mean. I think there's a lawsuit. Mean? She's taking their money and she's buying Chanel and Dolce and Gabbana and like getting all. Oh, she's getting twelve surgeries to get her odor glands uh, glands removed. Come on. I mean, I guess that's just like my worst nightmare. Like, if, imagine like you know I'm on a reality show and like everyone's like everyone writes shit that Holly's done about them. Go, you know. And it's well, like, no, it's shit. like shit. Remember the old evangel evangelical scandals like Tammy Faye Baker mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. when they just robbed the church for their own riches yeah she's doing that according to this page she's doing that that page got taken down I think they were probably cease and desist lawsuit but they were telling the truth and like she's been taking all this money and buying and she is they even said it they're like oh, she's always dressed at the nines and Chanel and Dolce and Gabbana and blah 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 um yeah, that shit's frustrating. Didn't we all learn the learn from like Tammy Faye and Jim and all the evangelical uh, people that took advantage of that shit? Like, it sounds like from the page that I saw, and I, I know I have screenshots. Yeah, the screenshots are in our group too. You know, and the, and then the, also the weird shit about her marrying her grandfather, step grandfather. You know, there's some weird shit going on. I don't know, but I don't even, like, you do you, but when you're taking money from the church and buying, you're going to Milan and buying off the runway and shit like that, it's like, you know there's fucking money embezzlement problems. This church should be going to their missionaries or their projects or their people, not to fucking Chanel. Yeah. So... She's a little bit of a crazy loony. Also didn't like what, you know, that, oh, when she dismissed Jen's, or was it Jen? Yeah, again, confusing, but 
The aunt had her legs amputated, and she's like, maybe you should have ate better, drank some water. She's like, I almost died on the table. I had 12 surgeries. And the, oh, what were your 12 surgeries? Elective to remove your odor glands. A, is that even fucking healthy? We need to sweat out our toxins. B, that's elective. Oh, you died on the table twice. Did you though? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to judge, but a little different than a woman that had to have her legs fucking amputated. And then she's like, maybe you should have ate better and drank some water. Like that's so fucking yeah, asshole. So, so, so there's kind of like a cliffhanger that happens because she, the other girl gets so mad that she says that she storms off and like slams the door because I don't care what the woman had to do. She had to have her legs amputated. I don't care if she ate fucking McDonald's and Wendy's in excess that's horrible. That's you can't compare getting your legs amputated from getting your odor glands removed. Fuck you. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, go on. Yeah, no, I. Uh, she definitely took it too far with that. I mean, okay, so when it first happened and she said that she smelled like hospital, I was dying laughing. I was like, "That's hilarious." Um, yeah, I I understand that. I get that. Um, but then as it went on, it was like, yeah, she took it too far. And I was like, shoot, like I wanted this to be like a thing. And now it's like, it's gross, you know? Um, yeah, no one likes that smell and no one wants to be triggered. And no one likes smell. the hot, like who is like, I love the hospital. Like no. it's my thing, you know? And uh, like, really, how much did she smell like hospital? She was visiting her aunt. Like, okay. I mean, it was a little extreme. Yeah, um, but it looks like it looks like we are going to get to see like some def- there's some strong personalities in there. Um, looks like there's like possibly like some relationship issues from some of the husbands and wives that we're going to see. Um, and it seems like they're all just like pushing the envelope kind of against the traditional like Mormon lifestyle that, you know, you would think that maybe is in Utah. So I think it'll be an interesting. Well, a lot of them, yeah were kicked out or yeah. like Whitney. I I wasn't sure I was going to like her, but I thought she's a real good comic relief. I liked her. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a real fucked up situation. They were both married. They both cheated on their, don't love that, but they have lasted and mm-hmm. like, and then they, they seemed were, like really in love. They too. were excommunicated. And then she had family come back saying, Hey, that family was not filmed, but they got, picked up the audio they're like hey i didn't believe in this but you guys have lasted 10 years and they really did seem into each other i'm like okay i'm not a fan of cheating on your spouse or having an affair or whatever but maybe this works you know what i am a fan of though i'm a fan of like honesty and i think that there's something very honest yeah there's something so powerful and especially i was raised very religious and like i think there's something that's why I'm so interested in this this whole thing. I'm like, I'm dying to see yeah. the reaction to everything. But there's something so freeing in telling the truth and being like, we both cheated. And, you know, and then That's stepping what, into that and did. saying, this is what we're happy with. And they were like, 
people left us. We got ex, you know, like I just, I think there's something so powerful in that, that they own people it. who are religious that are so uptight that they can't let go of that. That's when you really see the difference of like, are you going to live a life of freedom and love or are you going to live in this restricted, hateful right. world? And then just be miserable. Yes. Like, yes. Like, I don't love that. That's what happened. That they cheated no, on. Their, no, no, I don't love that. But they own it. Mm hmm. And it was kind of like Eileen on Beverly Hills. I don't know if you had tuned out by that point, but same thing. She owned it and they're still happily married. And yeah, it was unfortunate, but this is what happened, but they're still happily together. And it's like, yeah, that fucking sucks that you guys were both, but probably when they were married, they weren't in a happily situation or whatever i don't know i don't know the situation on eileen or um what's your name whitney rose but they're still there yeah yeah i got kids like okay i just thought it was i guess it worked out yeah i thought it was like pretty brave of her to share it that openly and openly yeah it was and it was like but it was like so it it almost made me like want to be friends with her because i was like i just felt comfortable around her yeah you're open and honest it's like Okay, here, here I am. Here's a shitty thing I did, and we both did. We were both married, but I'm just going to cut to the chase and just be honest with it. Instead of it coming out later in the season or a season later, we're like, you know, she was married and she had an affair with her husband. It's like, no, she just cut right to the fucking yeah. chase. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I thought it was... So- you own it. But overall, so you gotta respect it. I'm super excited about the season. I can't wait to see next week's episode and to like learn more about, you know, each of the yeah. women. And yeah, it was really good. All right. Cool. You guys, um, I know we owe you the Sheena merch. I just got it yesterday. So I'm going to divvy it out and I'm actually going to keep like a couple of them for myself. So I'm going to order a couple more. And then we'll release the winners next week. Cool. All right. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks. Happy birthday to anyone we missed. I think we got everyone covered up to this point. But if not, let us know. Oh, and did we shout out the Marines? Shout out Marines. 245th birthday, Marines. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for your service. Everyone related to anyone in the service. Yes. It's, it takes a village. It's not just the guys doing it. It's the wives and the kids. Mm -hmm. And shout out to that. Yes. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye.